If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have a ton of callers on hold, so we will get to them in just a second. But first, this is the first of March, the first show in March, the first Thursday in March. So 2021. You know what that means. Da, 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 da. I have a winner of a free drawing. Well, of a drawing for a free session. It's a free drawing too. And uh, the winner this month for a free session with me valued at $200. And we have an hour to talk about whatever you want. We can do medical stuff. We can talk about past lives. We can scan your animals, talk to your deceased loved ones. I can see how close to death somebody is or whatever. You know, I'm a buffet of psychicness, so it's a lot of fun when I get you for a whole hour. This month's winner is Suzanne Sanchez, Suzanne Sanchez, and she said, this was a a review she left about the show, I came across Julie Ryan on the Coast to Coast radio show. The show was amazing, so I did a search, found her website and her podcast. Julie's incredible with her amazing ability helping people with perfect spiritual knowledge. I love her podcast and continue to listen to her past shows. I bought and read her book, Angelic Attendance, booked a one-hour session, and even spoke to Julie on her podcast last night. I am hooked. I want more of her. On my wish list, I would love to see her have her own show on TV. I tune in every Thursday to listen to de- for her to deliver her gift of spiritual knowledge. Thank you, Julie Ryan. So that is all very, very sweet, Suzanne, that you said, and I appreciate that. And all you need to do is email me, julie at com, and I will 
uh, be in touch with you and we'll let you choose a date and time that works. And then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to talk about. So email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com and we'll, we'll just get you all set up. How you can win is all you have to do is rate this podcast.com forward slash Julie, rate this podcast.com forward slash Julie, leave a review. Five star, I appreciate if you, if you're going to go to the trouble. And, uh, and then what I do is I put everybody's names in a hat and then I pull one out. It's not a hat. It's a plastic bag. I don't have a hat that I can use. I suppose I could find one, but plastic bag works. And then I choose one each month. And the reason I do this every month, you guys, is just because I'm so appreciative of this community and of you listening. And I know 200 bucks is a lot of money for people. And if you can't afford a full one-hour session with me, put yourself in the drawing and you might win one. So every month, first Thursday, there's always a winner. All right, let's go to the phones. And our first caller is Anne. Hi, Anne. Hi. Hi there, Julie. How are you, girl? I am doing really well up here in Chile, Ottawa. Chile, Canada. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I don't want to tell you that that it was shorts weather down here in Sweet Home, Alabama today. It was a little chilly this morning when oh. I was taking my morning walk, but but it, it didn't last very long and it, it warmed up well. So if you get sick of that stuff up there, just come on down. Oh, I know. And then 14 days of quarantine. Uh, I think I'll wait, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. Minor details. Everybody, I was on Ann's show a couple of weeks ago, and and we will put the links up on all of my social media at Ask Julie Ryan. Everywhere, there's social media, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that jazz. Uh, and uh, so Ann is a grief specialist. And you told me when, when I was on your show that you were a nurse and then you went back to school and tell everybody your background because that's such an interesting niche that you've gotten yourself into with helping people. Yeah, I guess uh, you could say I used to help heal uh, patients, you know, out of surgery and all that good stuff. And now you could say I help to heal hearts uh, through their right. grief and, and loss. Um, I am a British trained nurse. You can probably tell from the accent, but I never did nurse when I came to Canada only because I couldn't stand the 12 hour shifts. Uh, to me that, that didn't make sense. So I always worked in the healthcare environment. So I've always been in a hospital ever since. And, uh, it was a bit of my dad. Believe it or not, having had that nursing background, I thought, well, you know, grief, death will be fine. But what it didn't prepare me for was the emotional side of it. So I thought if I could fall so hard into grief with my nursing background, how the heck did other people manage with not even having sort of half, the other half of the equation? Uh, and certainly the emotional component was something they never taught us how to deal with in nursing school. Um, so I never learned. And uh, I I retired actually from um, my position at the hospital. And four days later, the Grief Coach Academy saw an ad, sounded 
just, you know how you get those, oh, aha moments, I've got to do this. That was one of those pivotal moments. Mm-hmm. I'd retired for you four were, days. I, I would say you I were led. I call that being led. You were led to do that. That's what, that, yeah, that's what it felt like. It just felt yeah. so right. And right. from there on in, it's, it's just grown leaps and bounds. And I just love helping somebody who feels that their world has collapsed and has ended. And I help them understand what's going on and work through it so that they too can find hope and begin to plan for life after loss. So that's my new do, career and I'm loving it. Do you find that there's a certain age group that has a tougher time with grief than another? Or is it all pretty much across the board regardless of age? Have you noticed that there's a there's one not even one, but if if you had to choose the age of people that have the toughest time processing grief, is there an age? I mean, does that even exist? It's just a question. Yeah, you obviously were in my head when I was having this conversation <laughs> not on purpose. with my husband earlier this week. <laughs> not, on, not on purpose. Uh, I, I volunteer here in Ottawa for a group, a support group, and it's the younger one that mm-hmm. I'm finding are having, they're falling apart. They, what do is just so overwhelming. I'm losing you. Are you moving around? I'm losing you. No, I'm, Audio wise. I'm sitting very still. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. I, yeah. I'm finding that the 60-year-olds, they're the sort of the stoic, uh, mm-hmm. stiff British upper lip type people. Um, and they're more likely to just grin and bear it and move through it, where definitely I, I noticed the younger ones are having a harder time. So I thought that was curious. That, and that was an observation I just made this week, Julie. Do you think that it's because, and this is my hypothesis, that when we lose a loved one, and especially when we're going through the dying process with a loved one, it makes us really confront our own mortality. And whether we're cognizant of, of it or not, there's a part of us, I'm sure, that are that is saying, yeah, you're going to be there someday. I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder what's going on. I wonder what's next, that kind of thing. Do you find that yeah. that seems to be the case with the younger people with whom you work? Well, I think there's two things going on, Julie. I think it's the fear, that unknown. And yes, right. we are yeah. rising to the top. We, all, all the, the people older than us seem to be going, they're dying. And yes, mm-hmm. we're, we're the next in line, so to speak. So there's that fear and the uncertainty. But what I'm finding is we have ill prepared our children how to cope right. with the grief. And I'm not sure if we have overprotected them, but they don't seem to be able to, they don't seem to have that resilience to cope. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when it was my turn, 
I kicked and screamed going, like I was being forced into adulting, if you like. Mm -hmm. I was having to grow up and I didn't want that. So I don't know if that has something to do with it. With uh, Perhaps your parents are still around, then you've got that protection. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a spouse, like we could go on forever here, so I won't yeah. go down into... Yeah. Well, that, and that's what my book, Angelic Attendance, is designed to help is to talk about how we're all surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and, and, and pet spirits and all of that. So, well, Anne, thanks so much for calling in this evening. We will post all of your contact information in the show notes, everybody. And, uh, she's a, she's just a master at this. So if you need her help, look for Anne. Thanks, Anne. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back. Let's go back to the phones. And our next caller is Tony. Hi, Tony. Hi, Julie. How are you going? I'm well. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thank you for taking the call. You're welcome. Please tell everybody where you're located. Hi, yeah, Julie. I'm in Australia. I'm on the Gold Coast, and so uh, it's daylight and it's sunny, and um, yeah, we're very fortunate to be here. And you are, it's Friday over there, right? So we're talking to you real time in the future. How cool is that? Correct. I know. Because it's could tell Thursday night here. <laughs> I know. It's Thursday night here in the States, and so it's already Friday where you are, which I love, because, you know, how cool is that? It is, and it's going to be a beautiful day tomorrow. Uh, we wake up, and it's a beautiful day. Good. Well, terrific. Well, you got a question for me, Tony? I do there, and, and thank you for sharing your gift there. Um, so, so my question is to do with my mother. My mother's in the UK, and uh, she's 85, and over the last Sixteen months, I'm unable to to travel and get to her and be there. But um, during this time, she's she uh, has become ill, uh, uh, and Aww. suddenly, overnight, she seemed to be unable to walk. Um, so <sighs> has a lot of difficulty in walking and getting around, and that's been going on for um, eight months now. Uh, beforehand, she was working walking fine and, and no problem at all, um, mm. and um, not only that, her energy levels are on next to nothing. Um, so just making a bed, she then has to go and lie down and relax or just even concentrating with her brain and doing knitting patterns and sorting out knitting patterns on the table. Um, it, it just really tires her out and, and exhausts her. And I'm trying to work, wonder why, what, what is causing this? Uh, you know, she's been had, um, t- bloods taken and she gets as much medical, um, uh, time as possible, but due to not, um, the, the situation with COVID and everything there, there's a lot more restrictions. Um, mm-hmm. so she's unable to get the support that she's looking for. Uh, and so, because it's not life-threatening, as, as the doctors say, that she can't get any more time with them apart from get the bloods done. 
and she's not been given any advice as to to what it could be and people are just saying oh you are you just old so you need to expect that and again not overnight no. you know she's yeah there. No. so yeah so that, that's that's my predicament and i'm just wondering whether or not you can connect to her in the uk her name is esther there mm-hmm. uh, and scan her to say look at or get the doctors to look into this or do this test mm-hmm. does she live by herself tony she normally does, but my my sister's had to um, come up from Wales, which is five hours away, and live with her for the past six months because of this situation. But normally okay. she's absolutely fine on her own and no problem, and she's like the fittest person, even people that are 20 years younger, you know, so mm-hmm. it's a really tough mm-hmm. time. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do, Tony, is I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So when I raise my vibrational level, I'm able to connect. I'm going to connect to you in Australia. And then from you, it's going to boomerang. Speaking of Australia, it's going to boomerang <laughs> back up to uh England to the UK and I will hook into your mom. And then it's going to be like, I have a hologram of her in my mind's eye and I'll envision shooting energy from her feet up through the top of her head and we'll see what shows up. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from sweet home, Alabama in the Southeastern U S heading down to you a long way down to you in Australia. I watched this laser beam go across oceans and continents and things. <laughs> All right. Now it's, it's ricocheting back up, coming up back up to the UK. Okay. Got it. Got your mom. All right. I'm going to ask her permission if I can scan her. If she says, yes, I will. If she says, no, I won't because it's an ethical thing with me. I just believe yeah. it's an invasion of privacy. So Miss Esther, I'm talking to Tony. She says, how are you doing that? Okay, because of the Internet. That's pretty funny. Telepathic. I'm talking to her telepathically. You know all about that with the, you know, indigenous Aboriginal culture down there. They've been talking telepathically for millennia down there in your uh, absolutely, country. Yeah. yeah. All right. So he wants me to scan you medically. Is it all right if I scan you? She says, okay, like reluctantly. The good news is she's not dying because her spirit's in her body. If her spirit was out of her body and she was dying and she was in one of the 12 phases of transition, Tony, I wouldn't have to ask her if I could scan her because I could tell she was dying. That's the good news. That's the best news. She's not dying at the moment. Okay. So I'm shooting energy. So what? she's on a bunch of medication. What medication is she on? That? She's... She's actually not there. She doesn't like medication. So she used to be, they gave her some and she, she came off it because it just wasn't doing her, her much at all. Um, okay. So she's not on the, uh, not anymore. She's, I can tell that the remnants are still in her body because when I see somebody that's on medication, Tony, there's this gray fog that's on their, it's over their body and it has this clear oily ring around the gray fog. Like if you took a Q-tip and you dipped it in baby oil and you ran it around the perimeter of a cloud, that's what it looks like. So let me detox that out of her body and see what's going on. What kind of medication was she on? Uh, it, it was um, to do with a, a heart. Okay. Uh, they wanted to give her blood thinners and uh, just the basic stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what I'm doing is I'm detoxing her body 
from that medication. That medication messed her up is what's happening. And sometimes there's a heavy metal detox that I watch happen from some medications. And that's what I'm watching happen right now. Imagine there are two big U's that are magnets and they're joined together and they're going up and down her body and they're pulling out metallic particulates. And then they turn a quarter of a turn. So the the U is in front and in back of her. Like if two big old U-shaped magnets were joined together, that's what this looks like. So... I'm pulling that out too and uh, doing that. And then I'm going to, I'm going to irrigate from there. I'm going to need to go to break, but I'll continue to work on her during the break. And uh, good news is she's not dying. So I think that's probably the best news you can hear. Thanks for calling, Tony. Take care. Stay with us, everybody. I'm going to work on Miss Esther on the break and uh, we'll go back to the phones when we come back and see who's next. go back to Tony for a minute. Tony, I see that you're still on and I just wanted to give you an update of what I did on your mom, what I the healings that I watched happen on your mom during the break. You still with me? Yes, I'm still with you. Sir. Okay. Thank good. you so much, Judy. You bet. So I went ahead and got the heavy metals out of her system and then I irrigated those and then I watched an energetic pacemaker get put into her body and uh, which will help her heart stay in rhythm. And then I watched a heart ablation, an energetic heart ablation procedure happen. And I see those fairly frequently, Tony. And what happens is there are electrodes put on the perimeter of the heart. There was about six or seven of them. And then there's a current that runs through them clockwise and then counterclockwise and then clockwise and counterclockwise. It does that several cycles. And then when the heart's back in sinus rhythm, it pops off. So she may be a candidate for uh, a pacemaker. That would be what I would go after with her. And you may want to share that with your sister and see if maybe yes, that, that can help. Thank you so much that, because that does uh, link back to she was having heart problems there yeah. uh, earlier last year. So, yeah, thank you. That'd be awesome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Once I got the heavy metals out of her, that was where it went right away was to her heart. So hopefully that will help help her feel better. That's where the energy went. And the energy, I always follow where the energy goes because it always shows up in the areas where it's most needed. And so I just follow it. And that's what happened with your mom. So hopefully that'll help her feel better. And that'll that'll give you at least a, a little bit of a roadmap to start the journey to get her some help. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much, Julie. Okay. You're welcome. Take care. Bye, Tony. Take care. Thanks. All right. Let's go to Peggy next. Hi, Peggy. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. I'm calling in from Seattle, Washington. All right. Well, how are things up there? We've had a lovely few days, lots of unusual sunshine for March, so we're great. It makes us very happy. <laughs> I know. Got I always feel better. Walks and it was lovely. I always feel better when the sun's shining too. I am definitely a I sun girl. Yeah, me too. Me, me too. too. Well, you got a question yeah. for me? Yes, I have a question for you. So we, so my mom, who is sitting right next to me while we're talking to you on the phone, 
Um, she has had these, and I don't know what else to call them, but visitors, uh, for okay. about the last five or six years. Spirit visitors, and you mean? Spirit visitors, yes. Okay. And, um, it started out, it started out with, um, when it first started, she has macular degeneration, first of all. Okay. And so when it first, when it first started happening, it was kind of like she was seeing bears and she was seeing, um, just odd things. And then, but then it really, um, shifted into something for the last at least four years with mm-hmm. a, it's almost like a particular family. There's like a, a husband and a wife, 12 children, and they constantly have people coming and going through the walls and, and everything. They keep her up all night long. They sing. Um, I mean, it's like they, they have, you know, this one man, uh, you know, sings opera. They bite at her ankles. There's these little beans that like bite at her ankles. And we, I've had, we've had brain scans done on her. We've had several things done on her. It's not, you know, it's nothing. I mean, it's hallucinations, but we don't know if it's due to the macular degeneration or, um, if it's a portal that she opened or, you know, because she is also super highly intuitive her, her whole entire life. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. What's her uh, name, Peg? Her name is Lillian. Lillian. Hi, Miss Lillian. Can she hear me? Hi. Yes. Hi, Miss Lillian. Hi. All right. What I'm going to do Hi. is I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you on my radar and I'm going to just connect to you energetically. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. So I'm going to watch a laser beam come up to Seattle, like what I just did with Australia and then over to the UK. Uh, and, uh, and then I'm going to get you on my radar and we'll see what's going on. My guess is when you started to have the macular degeneration, and this is pretty common actually where our other senses come to come into play and we enhance our other senses. And oftentimes it's, it's our intuitive senses when that happens. So I'm going to check you out real fast and see if I can uh, see what's going on with that. Okay. So I've got you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did you want to say something? Peggy, were you saying something? Get rid of them. They're killing me. She said, please hurry and get rid of them. Please get rid of them. Well, the the first thing, Miss Lillian, is spirits are always, we're always way more powerful in our body than spirits are. So all you have to do is tell them to leave. Just say, go away. Get out of here. And uh, today it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, just, just tell them, keep telling them to go away. And uh, so we'll do that. All right. So I've got you on my radar. You have you heard of chakras? They're energy centers in the body. And there's seven main ones that go down the front of the body. And the one on the top of the head, which is the seventh chakra, is the God connection. That's the connection to the divine. It also is our intuitive connection. And you have a filter that's blown on that chakra. So I'm replacing it. You have a geyser of energy coming out the top of your head. And the filters look like contact lenses, clear contact lenses with little holes in them. And they remind me of manhole covers in the winter. You know, if you're walking down a cold city like New York or Boston or someplace or Chicago, and you see the the steam coming out of the sewer below through the manhole covers. 
That's what these look like. I see these blown chakras, and it's usually the seventh chakra that's blown. I see them on people that have had a spiritual experience. And um, back in the day, it was, and Miss Lillian, I'm not saying that you're taking LSD, but back in the day, it used to be if somebody would go on, you know, an LSD trip, or now they'll go on an ayahuasca spiritual journey or something like that. Or it can be something that's traumatic, like you're losing your vision. And so... That's what's happening. Yeah. Let me see if I can see what's going on with this family. All right. It's like there's a party in the house. I don't know that those are all their kids. I think they have a big grouping. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm encouraging them to go into the light, to leave your house. There's a wall that's just opened, and there's this bright yellowish light that I see them walking into. And there are loved ones who are in heaven that are beckoning them forward. Ghosts and spirits, when they're in our houses and buildings, they don't know they're dead. And uh, and so that's what's going on. So we're trying to get them to go. Okay, awesome. most of them are going. And they're not, nice, Some, they're not nice people. So we need to, they're very rude to her. Oh, Okay. Well, yeah. it's, it's it's not fun for her at all. It's and it's twenty four seven. She has absolutely no privacy whatsoever. They go into the bathroom, in the shower, and it's just it's it's constant chaos. Yeah. Okay. Well, have you thought about living somewhere else? No, it doesn't matter where she is. She goes in between me and my sister, my two sisters' homes, and they go wherever she is. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Well. Yep. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get them into the light and hopefully they'll just leave you alone. The other thing I want you to remember, Peggy, is that all spirits are pure love at their yeah. root. There are no such things as evil spirits. And so they're all pure love. And, and when we interpret that things feel bad, that's us interpreting energy, but it's not evil energy or bad energy. It's just different from what we're used to. So hopefully that will help. Okay. Yeah, okay. Just, I think she could equate them to love whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and again, that's interpretation too. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so hopefully that will help. Thanks for calling. Good luck, Miss Lillian. Oh, oh thank Bye. you, Julie. We really appreciate You're welcome. it. Thank okay. You. Take care. Bye, Lillian. Bye. All right. Let's go to, uh, Trish next. Let me find you here. Hi, Trish. Hey there. How are you? Hi. I'm good. I'm good. Terrific. I'm, uh, Where are you colors. located? Very excited. Oh, wonderful. Um, well, Welcome. It comes up Rochester, but if you, anybody types in Bristol, New York, Bristol Mountain, New York, um, today that's, I'm five minutes from the ski lodge. Oh, wonderful. Do you have any snow up there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've had <laughs> snow, and then one day it, it melts off, and then we have more. So yeah. right now it's and 12 they, degrees. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I'll send you some sunshine. Ooh. It was 27 some... degrees this morning and felt like 12 when I was taking my walk. So. Oh, gosh. Wind, that old wind chill yeah. thing, huh? Oh, my. Yeah, wind, wind oh, was well. 12 miles an hour, so brought it down to oh, 12. Oh, gosh. I feel like 12. Well, come on down so... to Sweet Home Alabama, girl. The daffodils are blooming. Yeah. And yeah, the red buds. I'd love to. Yeah. To. Well, do you have a question for me? Yeah. Um, so I've been extremely um intuitive my entire life. I've been meditating my entire life. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I had a huge, um, oh, after doc communication. Um, mm-hmm. and ever since then, I have been flooded, um, downloads, you name it. And, um, I want, I, your name had, um, come into one of my meditations and I immediately opened my phone. There you were. So I have been getting this, um, nagging type feeling that um there's just seems to be a lot of different things going on right now so i okay. was asked to ask you um to just all right i'm gonna have to hold you over we're gonna have to keep for me okay we're gonna have to keep everybody in suspense while we take a quick break and we'll be right back stay with us everybody and we'll find out what the questions are that trish is being led to ask hang in there we'll be right back Welcome back. Let's go back to Trish. Trish, what are the questions that your spirits and guides suggested that you ask? Well, the first one is um, to go to you for a confirmation on a direct yes or no of moving forward on the quest. And um, so what kind of quest? What kind of quest? What kind of quest? It, w- it was a quest on um, what my the, I keep getting all of these directions, and um, so I've, I've asked them to act, to give like I keep getting what I have for like my yes or no's for my cues, and I have found that I've there's artificial um, beings trying to stop me from following what they're trying to tell me. If that makes sense. So they kind of like are having me come to you apparently to confirm that I am following the right path that they want me on. Okay. So can you, can you give me some more specifics? You know, just about, about taking and doing more with my intuitiveness. Yes. I get a yes on that. Okay. And then I guess um, I get you're my, being led. You're being led to do that. Correct. Yeah. Like almost yes. dragged, but I mean, not dragged in a good, bad way, but just like <laughs> I'm loving being pushed in that yeah. direction is what I'm getting at. Um, right. The, the other thing is I keep getting this, um, the word message, message. And I know that there's a message from the other side. And for some reason, when I try to go to my meeting, meet, my, meditation to try to get it i feel like it's coming from all direction where i can't like get myself to just hear it it sounds like there's more messages than one from one person (laughs) and i'm just trying to see if you can kind of filter them to me are you saying message message m-e-s-s-a-g-e or method m-e-t-h-o-d M-E-S-S-A-G-E. Okay. So, so there's a message that's coming through since july that there's been a, Mm -hmm. a message that is meant for in my direction from my spirit. What I'm getting is follow where you're led. That's what came in was follow where you're led and you're resisting it for some reason, probably fear. That's usually what we, why we resist things. Definitely, definitely not fear. Um, What I, the, the message, it seems like um, trying to find out, I guess the other question was too, is, can a, 
how specific can I ask a question? Very. The more specific, the better. Because my, my, my son was in a very, very, there was a fatal car, like the car crash that he was in, he rolled several times. He, um, there was the gentleman that was in the car with him had passed. Mm. Another boy was with him that had, um, gone to the hospital and had gone back to the scene and, um, I, when I, my husband and I were in ICU with him, I am, like I said, very intuitive. So I picked up on a whole lot of energy. Even surprisingly, my husband picked up on energy. We saw him crash in front of us. My, like mm-hmm. my son in ICU crashed in front of us. Mm-hmm. I really feel like his spirit was outside of his body at that time. And also mm-hmm. back at the scene with the, pa- with the passenger that was fatally killed. And I'm trying to get that feeling to know if that was actually what I felt and what I see and when I think happens was happening was actually happening he is alive and he's with us the spirits and, and the grace of god have has given cody back to us but mm-hmm. um i just kind of wonder where his soul was at that time or his you know because it was just it didn't seem like it, it was there because he didn't remember us being there and talking to him and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i know he almost died six times between the car crash and icu and ors Mhm. Yeah. Well, I believe what you saw was absolutely absolutely right on. And spirits travel. We uh, most of us travel. It's called astral travel, and we can in spirit form we're made in the image and likeness of God so we can be multiple places at the same time. And most of us think that verse in the Bible means that God looks like some old man sitting on a cloud, you know, in a throne with long white hair and a long white beard and stuff, but it has to do with spirit. So I get that that is absolutely correct, what you guys saw, and his spirit decided that it wasn't ready to go yet. Right. But would he, would he, I thought, because if I can talk soul to soul communication, wouldn't he have heard us be there with him and know that Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean... Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he would remember it because uh, when we're discussing something with spirit, it's a different reality. It's a different vibrational okay. level. And oftentimes gotcha, it doesn't gotcha. go into the human memory. You need to be in my class, girl. There are three spots left for July. Join my class, Angelic Attendant Training. We, it will it will help you, know you with this. And uh, yeah, we got a spot totally, for you. You just totally... Okay, Julie, let me tell you, you just totally concreted that answer that question because I was coming in at that. That was my direct question. Should I yeah. take her class yeah. in Absolutely. July? And that was actually when his accident was. And you just, yeah. it, first of all, you gave me the yes at the beginning. I've been getting yes, and you just mm-hmm. absolutely put it on there. So trust me, I will be back on the okay. website. <laughs> Yeah, get in there fast because it's going to fill up right. and then the last class of the year is going to be in October. So July is almost okay. full. I, I limit it to 12 people and it's going to get you into a community that is going to just be enhance your life in every area. All these skill sets you're going to learn. Oh, my gosh. It's just going to, is you know, there, everybody is, you is touch. It possible to, but I don't want to take up too much time. But is it possible to ask one more quick thing? I'm going to get to somebody else because I got a whole bunch of callers, but I look forward to having you join us. Okay. Take care, Trish. Bye. Yep. You bet. Bye. Okay. Let's go to, let's see who else we have. Let's see who's next. I believe our next caller is Deanna. Hi, Deanna. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? 
I'm good. We spoke a few times. We spoke in uh, January. We had a, I had a consult with you. Yes, I remember. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. Uh, May of Half, New York. All right. Two New Yorkers in a row. What's up with that? Two New Yorkers in a <laughs> row. Yeah, you got a question for me? I do. So I don't know if you're going to be able to answer the question, but my partner and I are pretty divided when it comes to the COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. And um, since there's been a lot of concerns about how this vaccine affects fertility, I'm just concerned that his decision to get it will negatively impact um, our ability to conceive in the future. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you can give me any insight on that, any, I don't know. Intel what's his name? A good decision. Deanna, what's his name? Matt. Matt. If Matt believes it's in his best interest to get it, then it's in his best interest to get it. The same thing, the same topic can have different meaning and different different applications for different people. So if he believes that it's in his best interest to get it, it is. And if you believe it's not in your best interest to get it, it's not. So I hope that helps. Thanks for calling. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll go back to the phones and we'll see what else people have to ask. It's always fun. Listening to the Ask Julie Ryan's show. Stay with us. All right, we're back. Let's go to the phones. And uh, Barbara is our next caller. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Julie. Can you hear me? I can. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. Yeah, so I'm in Seattle, Washington. Second caller. Second caller. We're having every yeah. all these different cities seem to be in twos here this evening, but yeah. we haven't had a second Australian yet. But you never know. The evening's young. So um, I have something that I'm really curious about. Yes, About ma'am. four weeks ago, I reconnected with a girlfriend that I hadn't spoken to in years, um, just because we had lost touch. Uh-huh. Two weeks after we had reconnected, she found out that she was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, my. You know, that's... Yeah. I And what was interesting is when I reconnected, I felt compelled to reconnect. Like, mm-hmm. no pick up the phone, call this person now. So Mm -hmm. I don't feel like this is a coincidence. No, no, no. So you initiated the... Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing. They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them, and so will you. Reconnecting. 
Okay. Yeah, you were led. Yeah. And you were led. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So now what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to um, do with this information? And, and then about at that same time, I um, learned about you. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering, is there a healing that can occur? Or is mm-hmm. there something else that's supposed to be transpiring? Am I supposed to be well, doing something for her? I believe that you were led to be in her life with during this time when she needs support, obviously, if she's got cancer. And uh, we can do a healing on her if you'd like. But just follow each step of the way, Barbara. You're going to be led you and and it mm-hmm. and it feels it feels like a thought in your head. You know when you have a song mm-hmm. playing in your head that you've maybe mm-hmm. heard on the radio or something and then it just keeps right. playing in your head. I I wake up in the middle of the night and I get up to go to the bathroom and I got some some random song playing in my head and, I, and it it right. cracks me up sometimes because sometimes it's songs I haven't heard in decades and I'm thinking, "Really, what's up with that playlist going on in my head?" But but when you have a thought and it feels like it's your thought, follow that. That's guidance coming in from spirit. So the and thought, it sounds like a thought, thought in our head. Re- yeah, the thought that keeps replaying in my head is, this isn't the end for her. But, you know, I, I don't want to say that. And Why not? Be wrong. <laughs> but I really don't feel like, I I feel like this is just something that she's going to move through and she's going to be okay. Well, I think if you're getting that guidance, then it's to be shared. When I'm working with people doing medical scans or doing past life things or talking to deceased loved ones, I don't edit anything I get. And a lot of the time, something will come in and I'll think, that just sounds so ridiculous that I don't even want to say it. But I've learned over time that if I'm getting the information, I'm supposed to share it. And I don't edit anything because I believe, who in the heck am I to decide what somebody needs to hear? You know, Uh spirit's communicating Uh with me. And how you know it's from spirit is it comes in within a second and you can validate it. You can say, is this, is this going to be in Susie or whatever your, what's your friend's name? Diana. Diana. Is this going to be in Diana's best interest for me to share this with her? And you're going to get a yes or no and it's going to come in as fast as you can snap your fingers Uh instantly. And spirit's always yeah. going to give you positive things. They're always, spirit's pure love, as I was saying earlier right. with Peggy and with Miss, Miss Lillian. Spirit's always pure love. Spirit is never going to say anything nasty to you. I mean, like, I always use the example. Spirit's never going to say you're just an ugly woman who drools. It's not going to happen <laughs> from spirit. That's going to be your brain interpreting the information because spirit uh-huh. is pure love. So I don't, if I was you, I wouldn't edit anything. I obviously, you were led to call her. Obviously, she's reciprocated with wanting to be involved with you and have you back in her life and uh, go for it. And don't worry about what's going to happen to Barbara, because there's so many variables that come in to affect the future that when mm-hmm. we think, try and think about the future, there's no way we can know what's going to happen. And we just go into mm-hmm. brain freeze. So just just mm-hmm. go where you're led. You know, if you get information mm-hmm. and you're led to tell her, tell her. I mean, I wouldn't say anything mm-hmm. cruel, but certainly if it's something <laughs> positive, absolutely. Uh-huh. Can you yeah. do a scan so. on her? And see if I can. Something that yeah. 
niece her. I can ask her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Let me ask her. Where is she? is she in Seattle? Where is she? She's in Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. All right. Minnesota. All right. Here we go. I lived in South Dakota right out of school. So I know that they like to stretch out their O's up there in that yeah. part of the country. Okay. So here we go. I'm connecting to you from you back to Diana in Minnesota. Diana, is it all right if I scan you energetically? What's that? Okay. I'm talking to Barbara. She's going to need to give me more information first is what she said. So explain <laughs> to her what we're doing. And you may want to schedule a full hour session for us to chat. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. uh, we'll have a whole hour to do a deep dive. And if you yeah. want to be on the phone, that's fine, too, if it's okay with her. So that that would be best if you want to do that. Okay. So All thanks right. for calling in this evening. Yeah, thank you so much, Julie. You're welcome. I appreciate Take care. your podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Talk to you soon. Bye. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to Lori next. Hi, Lori. Hello. Hi, Lori. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. Terrific. Where are you located? I'm located in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Okay. Well, that's up kind of near those. <laughs> that's near those Dakotas and Minnesotas. And... Yeah, yeah, we've got an accent for sure. Yeah. My sister-in-law is from Milwaukee, so we tease her about hers, too. So anyways, well, you got a question for me? I do. So I'm calling in about my kitties. And so yeah. I adopt two female cat sisters from the same litter. Uh-huh. And they've been pretty healthy. I've had them a little over five years. Um, They just mm-hmm. had like an excessive vomiting situation. So I worked hmm. with the vet and we changed foods and it, it got a little bit better, but there's still vomiting going on. And now like they've started eating like plastic and carpet and strings off the cat trees, you know. And so when I looked that up, it says it's something called PICA, which is caused by stress or dietary issues. And so then, then COVID hit, and now it seems like there's a competition over me. So, like, when I go to bed at night, like, it's who can be the closest to me. They fight over the spot at the bottom of my feet. And now oh, they're, geez. like, starting to fight. And I'm finding, like, I found a scab on one of their chins from either a scratch mark or a bite. And so as I'm seeing them start to get a little aggressive, I kind of break it up. Mm-hmm. But now Emma's having urinary tract issues. And so it's been one thing after another after another. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, I'm just at a loss of what do I do for them. I'm trying to give them anxiety stuff. I'm trying to do pheromones, whatever the vet is suggesting, but it's like, I don't know what to do for them and how to stop all this. All right. What's, what's Emma's sister's name? Chloe. Chloe. All right. I'm going to get them on my radar. I'm going to connect to you and from you to them and let's talk to them. All right. Got you. (laughs) And then I watched my laser beam bifurcate and go out in a V to the two cats, which was hilarious. All right. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> so, so when they eat weird stuff like that, did your vet tell you, is it kind of like when dogs eat grass to make themselves throw up because their stomachs, I, they got something in their stomach? I've never heard of that. Well, so the, 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 what happened was I had taken uh, Emma in because she was 
vomiting all over and I didn't know if something was wrong with her. So I took her in mm-hmm. and when I got home, they found something on the x-ray that there was something in there. And he's like, I don't like to rush to surgery. Let's just see if she works it out. Well, mm-hmm. when I got home, I realized that there was a two mark on the side of like a UPS package that was oh, plastic. So now anytime there's a plastic bag, like when my mom comes, I'm like, no plastic bags, no plastic of anything. Like, you can't do that. But then it's like I've caught them like eating string off the rug in the bathroom. And and so the vet really doesn't have, doesn't know what to do about that. Okay. All right. So, you know, girls, girls, what's up? Why are you eating all this weird stuff? We're trying to get nutrients is what they're saying. Emma's Emma is more vocal than Chloe. Is that the way their personalities are? Is Emma uh, more the leader? Emma's Emma's kind of the alpha, but Chloe's yeah. the one that chatters and talks more and like has to okay. follow me all around. Well, Emma's the one that's the alpha. She's the one that's that's speaking for the two of them. She is definitely yeah. out in front, so that would make sense. All right, what's why are you eating all this weird stuff? Uh, we're trying to settle our stomachs. Why are you fighting? <laughs> they're saying because their brain chemicals aren't right. And you know, that happens, especially with, uh, UTIs and stuff like that. When my dad was alive, he was in the hospital and I was up visiting him in Columbus and it was August or something. And he said to me, uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> I said, well, thanks. Happy New Year to you. And then when I came right. in the next day, I said, Dad, you wish me a Merry Christmas and it's August. He said, I did not. I said, oh, yeah, you did. So, you know, animals do weird stuff, too, when they're not yeah. feeling well, when their systems I, are out of whack. I'm uh, just concerned, like, with them eating carpet and the rope off of the scratching yeah. post, that it's, yeah. like, it's going to cause issues. Right, right. I, what I'm getting is parasites, Lori. So I would get them tested for parasites and see if that helps. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. We've got a a lot more callers on hold, and we'll get to as many of them as we can. But just wanted to remind you, we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes anywhere you download podcasts. We're also on YouTube and Alexa. And since we started filming the show, too, go to YouTube, and you can see me in my red recording room with the red foam all over the the walls. <laughs> I had somebody make a comment on YouTube and say, why are you in a red room? And I said, because this foam comes in lots of different colors in my my audio engineer wanted me to put black or dark gray. And I said, well, that would be boring. I want something that's high energy. So I'm in the red room. So you can see it on YouTube. Everything's at Ask Julie Ryan. Please remember to subscribe, share with your friends, the shows and your family, and also leave leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. And uh, that will enter you if you leave a review, that'll enter you into a free drawing for a one-hour session, too. 
Uh, call-in details can also be found on the day of the show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. Everything's at Ask Julie Ryan. And we'll post a reminder each uh, day when we're doing a show. We'll post a reminder with all the call-in information so you can find that too. And while you're at my website, AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submitted online, and you can find the show call-in information there, and you can schedule an appointment there with me. And you know, the trick to scheduling an appointment is go ahead and get on my calendar, and then when you get your confirmation email, there'll be a reschedule button at the bottom of the email. Click on that periodically and other appointments that oftentimes are earlier will show up. So just go ahead and get on my calendar. I'm scheduled out a couple of months and, uh, and then click the reschedule button. I think I had, uh, three people rescheduled today. So it happens every day, and a lot of times you can get in sooner. And if you want to sign up for the Angelic Attendant training class, again, I think I have three spots left for July's class. April's class is full. That's going to start in a few weeks next month. And uh, July's class will fill up, and then the last class will be in October, and that will fill up soon too. So we'd love to have you. And it's, you learn how to do all this stuff that I do and it's a blast and it's an amazing community. Okay. Here is the question this week. It's from Amby and Amby lives in Brighton Beach, East Sussex, England. And she asked, hi, Julie, thank you in advance for all of your help and advice. When I got married, I was just over 11 stone. Now, I had to look that up because I didn't know what that was in pounds, but it turns out it's 14 pounds per stone. So I did a little math equation there. So 11 stone is 154 pounds. She said, I was just over 11 stone or 154 pounds, but after three children, my weight has risen to 15 stone, which I put in parentheses, 210 pounds. No matter how much I diet or exercise, the weight doesn't seem to budge. This year, as I turned 40, my periods have not been regular. I've had my thyroid checked, and the doctors say it's fine. Lastly, I seem to be angry a lot. My hair is very thin and brittle, and I have a chocolate addiction. Could this be a hormonal issue? Thanks for any light. You can shut up my situation, Amby. And here's my response. Hi, Amby. Thanks for submitting your question. It's a reality most of us have or are currently experiencing. Excess weight issues are perplexing to even the most well-read person. What diet and how much exercise is best? Why isn't something that seems to be working for others not working for me? There seem to be so many weight loss strategies, it can make our heads spin. Having said all that, what I've learned from a lifetime of weight struggles myself is it's all about insulin resistance and hormones. If we can balance our hormones, especially in the postpartum, perimenopause, and menopausal times in our lives, and combine it with a healthy diet, we have a better chance of weight management success. Optimal hormones combined with a low-carbohydrate whole foods menu seem to be what our bodies crave. A simple mantra I use, and you guys hear this, hear me say this all the time. The mantra is, if God made it, eat it. If man made it, avoid it. Even a small child knows when you show them an apple and a cookie, which one God made. They're going to say the apple, of course. In order to get more information, I energetically scanned you in the UK and saw, in my mind's eye, 
a hologram of your body and it needed hormones, estrogen in particular. So I added energetic estrogen to your body and you immediately responded. Next, I noticed a lot of inflammation over your whole body. Inflammation looks like red fog over body parts. I used a royal blue anti-inflammation energy to calm it down. Then I got which means in my head, I got information that I received. Your inflammation was caused by the ecosystem in your gut being less than optimal. Since food is the best medicine, please consider doing a gut biome test. I'll tell you, it'll tell you the best foods to eat and avoid making your gut and making your gut and therefore immune system healthy. In other words, this information will allow you to do the Ambi diet, one that makes sense for your body. If you go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and you go to this blog, there's a link to the gut biome test. Or if you want, just email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com, and I'll send you a link to the gut biome test. And it's a little bit of a discount off of there. I went back to say, in addition, some of my favorite books on the weight conundrum are Why We Get Sick by Benjamin Bickman, Ph.D., Eat Smarter, Use the Power of Food by Sean Stevenson, Fast This Way by Dave Asprey, and The Pegan Diet, 21 Practical Principles for Reclaiming Your Health by Mark Hyman, MD. Lastly, please consider consulting a physician about bioidentical hormones. To learn more about hormones, diminish how hormones diminish as we age, and how to replenish them to keep our brains, bones, and hearts healthy, I recommend, recommend visiting Dr. Christian Northrup's website, that's drnorthrup.com, drnorthrup.com, and to find a physician in your area specializing in bioidentical hormones, please go to the Institute for Functional Medicine, and that's ifm.org. Another website that you can use, too, is uh, the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, but I didn't put that in, and that's a4m.com for those of you that are interested in the U.S. I didn't put that in because she's in the U.K., so ifm.org is going to be better for you. Hope this information helps you feel better soon. So thanks so much, Ambie, for submitting that question. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back and get some more callers on. Right, let's go back to the phones, and our next caller is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Julie. How, how are you? I'm calling from Maryland. Terrific. Well, you got a question for me? I do. So I recently received a diagnosis um, based on the vision um, issue that I was having, mm-hmm. and. Um, I also was having this uh, rash of some sort on my my right hand, and uh, I've kind of been led to, um, after a conversation with this um, person, I've I've been led to kind of go down this path of uh, following this protocol of of detoxing my body, mm-hmm. and I just want to. I guess my question is. This the best path for me because it's information coming in from all different directions, and I'm I'm more of a holistic type of person, and this mm-hmm. this conversation resonates with me. So, just getting confirmation um, of what you see and what you what's what going on with your what's going on with your eyes, Lisa. So my my right eye has um. um 
well, the diagnosis was glaucoma. The right okay. eye, the vision is very blurry. Um, the pressure is higher. The left eye is still, um, I can still see. Okay. And so are they recommending that you get that laser procedure done for glaucoma where they go in and they just they pinpoint some little holes in there to release the pressure? Oh, that sounds horrible. Uh, no, they're not recommending that. They, okay. they were recommending me take um, eye drops to reduce the pressure. Okay. All right. Let me get you on my radar. I watch this procedure all the time, and I've seen it in surgery many times, and it's not a big deal. If you get to the point where your ophthalmologist wants to do it, it's usually very successful when they go in and they do that if necessary. But hopefully you won't need to go there. So I'm connecting to you. All right, got you. And I'm in your eye. I'm watching the glaucoma procedure happen where there are little teeny tiny holes that are put in your eye and it releases the pressure in your eye. Okay. And it's kind of like a pressure cooker, you know, when you see the steam that comes out when you take off the lid carefully so you don't burn yourself. That's what it looks like. What's going on? Uh, Do you have high blood pressure, Lisa? I do. No. Yeah. You do not? No, I do not. Okay. All right. All right. The rashes normally are caused, if if you haven't been rolling around in poison ivy or poison oak... You know, certainly that's going to cause a rash, but, uh, but rashes are normally gut related. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the advice that you're getting to work on your gut, email me, Julie at com. I'll send you the link to the gut biome test that I talk about, Lisa, yeah. and it will tell you based on what the ecosystem is in your gut, it will tell you what the superfoods are for you to add to your diet, what the best foods are for you to avoid, some of which may be healthy foods, but they're just not healthy for you right now. And uh, and then also what eat this a lot, eat this a little, whatever. So but I, I think that makes tons of sense as you're working on getting well. But like I said, if they need to do that procedure on your eye, it's done all the time, all over by ophthalmologists. So you don't need to be afraid of that. And it's usually very successful for glaucoma. Okay. okay. So I hope that helps. It does. It, it, conf- it confirms uh, the direction. Thank you. Terrific. All right. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye. All right. Let's go to Jillian next. Hi, Jillian. Hi, Julie. Good to hear you. Girl. You too. You too. Please tell everybody where you're located. Okay. I'm I'm just a very short distance away for your little laser beams. I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia. Hot Atlanta, baby. um, Yeah. Yeah. Weather was beautiful today. It was over here too. Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta's only a couple of hours east of me, everybody. Atlanta's Uh only a couple hours east of me. Just hop on Interstate 20 and head east. And you know That's what, right. coming coming from this direction, Jillian, it, it, there's this little bit of a hill, and then I start heading down the hill on Interstate 20, and I can see Atlanta, and I and I always think it looks like the Emerald City in the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, you know, where they're, I, I, where they're, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. It looks yeah, like yeah, it looks cool. like the the it looks like you're seeing Oz on the Yellow Brick Road. So, anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you yeah. got a question for me? So, 
I sure do. So exactly one year ago today. So what are the chances of that? Um, my husband and I actually left, uh, well, okay. So tomorrow will be one year ago that we left and we went to Vegas, um, uh-huh. for uh, a weekend and, um, which was actually the week before they shut down for the COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we were there the week, weekend before and, um, I guess maybe because of the fear and everything. I don't know why I don't usually react on this fear stuff. But so one year ago today, I took my mother's rings and my grandmother's rings and some stuff that I had that were, um, you know, really precious and important to me. And I put mm-hmm. them in a little bag and I hid them and oh, I geez. hid them so well that oh, I have looked multiple times over the past year. I have cleaned out. I've done spring cleaning. I, I can't find them. I don't oh, know no. where they're at. I get they're in a closet. Mm. They're in a closet. Would you have put them put them in a shoebox? I'm getting in a closet in a shoebox. Closet in a shoebox. Mm-hmm. I I I can't say that I would or wouldn't because I remember going around and finding a spot and going, no, that's not a good spot, and then going to another spot. I I did this for like five minutes. So oh, no. I went to so many different rooms and areas. So when I try to backtrack it in my mind, I, yeah. I was like all over the place. Look in shoe boxes in a closet is what I'm getting. <laughs> I have a friend who just moved out of her house and they had a secret compartment in their mantle. Her husband was a builder oh. and they uh-huh. built this secret compartment in the mantle. And there was this trap door thing in the mantle. And I kept saying to her, Remember to get your jewelry out of the mail. Remember to get your jewelry out of the mail. And so on the day that the moving van came, I texted her and I knew the moving van was coming. I said, did you get your jewelry out of the mail? And she said, no, thank you for reminding me. So it's always good to tell somebody where you put that stuff. Oh, my but gosh. Let us know crazy. if you find them. There, I get shoebox so, in a closet. Do you get anything around it that you can tell? Like, do you see anything it's in a shoebox. It's in a it. it's in a paper shoebox, a cardboard shoebox. Do you have a bunch of shoeboxes okay. in your closet? Well, yeah, but I have yeah. lots of closets. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> process of elimination, right. girl. Okay. okay. Thanks for calling. All right, Good I'll luck. Let you know. All right. Let Thank us you know. So much. You bet. Okay. Take All care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Good talking to you. You too. All right. Let's go to Julie next. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. I love your name. <laughs> I like yours too. <laughs> um, please, please tell everybody where you know you're. I'm in Wisconsin. Where you are, Wisconsin. Yeah, I know, but you got to tell everybody else. So thank you yeah, for doing that. We, you know, hey, sticking with, we're having two people from each city calling in tonight. We already had Lori from Wisconsin, so isn't that's that a good something? Thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, my family and I are kind of. That kind of, we are very sad. Um, oh. our little Missy, our little Yorkie Missy of 17 plus years, um, transitioned in my husband's arms on Monday. Oh, she was, you, center, oh. she was the center of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> oh. She was that snuggle bunny, so she was always in somebody's arms and she oh. let out a terrible holler when she passed. And <sighs> I'm wondering what that was about. And yeah. if she has any messages for us. Okay. Yeah. And you've called in before about Missy 
Yeah. I know we've talked yeah. to Missy. We've talked to her before. Right. Okay. Um, what I got was that she had chest pain. Her heart stopped and she yeah. had some chest pain. That's what she yelped about yeah. at the end. When you said she called, she, you know, yelped or whatever right. you want to call it, yeah. that came in immediately that her heart, yeah. so she probably had like a massive heart attack that finally was yeah. what, um, what happened. So Missy, do you have any, any, thing that you want to tell Julie and the family. Save my toys for the next puppy. She just said, how sweet oh. is that? That's very sweet. She wants you to very, get a puppy I don't know, soon. honey, if we're going to have another one. I said, this is hard to go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she I, wants her, I, said, I don't know about coming back into another body. <laughs> she wants you to get a puppy soon. Get a puppy. She said, if you can get an older one that's housebroken, that would be the best. Uh, yeah. But yeah, she wants you to get another puppy soon. She's around you. She said, you feel like you feel her. It seems to you like you yes, feel her. You yes. She said, we you are. orbs and a picture that I took of my daughter yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. How fun is that? So yeah. She's just letting you know have she's that around. Pain. It's not that bad, is it? What's that? I'm when sorry. She yelled out. No, she had a she had a heart attack. No, 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 she had a heart attack, and so that's what she was yeah. feeling. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it was everybody on angels around everybody, so it doesn't take long, and it's not a lot of pain. And no, 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 no. I no, guess I'm it looking was for comfort. Instant. You know, you always yeah. say that things unfold the way they're supposed to, or something like that. They do. They do. And she's around you all the time and you can talk to her. And when you think you see her, you are. When you think you feel her, you are. When you think you hear her, you are. So, all right. Sending you big hugs. Okay. Hang in there. Go get a puppy. (laughs) Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back after the break. Get some more callers on. Let's go back to the phones, and our next caller is Tara. Hi, Tara. Hi. Hi. Did I say your name right? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just wasn't expecting that. <laughs> no, How's that's all right. I didn't I didn't know if it was Tara or Tara. No, Like Gone no, with Tara's the Wind. Right. Tara. Well, good. I must be psychic or something. Right. That was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Where are you? Where are you located? Um, in Escondido, California. Okay. Terrific. Got a question for me? I do. So um, I don't feel very great all the time. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been diagnosed with anything, but I have like a lot of strange symptoms. And like I'm trying to figure out what's going on with me and how to what are help your strange? What are your strange symptoms? Um, I get a lot like, say, if I were to exercise, if I were to work out, my whole body tingles and it could last for days and days. Huh. And it's kind of just like burning, tingling all over my body. It's in my muscles. I get a lot of tendon pain. I have tendon pain all of the, all the time, but, um, it gets worse if I were to exercise and, um, get a lot of pain in my feet. My feet turn red. Um, and then I get, um, rapid heart rate, uh, palpitations. Um, I get blurry vision sometimes, just a lot of stuff going on. Wow. And I could list way more. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
Well, at first when you were talking about it, it sounded neurological and then it sounded vascular when you were talking about it afterwards. So let me get you on mm-hmm. my radar and uh, let's okay. see what's going on. So here we go. Perfect. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home Alabama heading out to you in Escondido. All right. Got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. How young are you, Tara? 36. I'll be 37 okay. in a month. All right. Well, happy birthday early. Oh, All thank right. you. Let me, thank you. Let me see what's going on with that. And and you're, you've been to the doctor and the doctors are saying what? They have no clue? Yeah, yeah, they they don't really know. I've had some um, procedures done um, to take some, like, metal out of my body to see if that's what was doing it. I also mm-hmm. did take a broad-spectrum antibiotic um, three years ago, and a lot of this started after I took that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know if, like, I had a, a, a virus maybe, a, a you know, a parasite, or if something is out of balance or, or what it is. Well, God is always usually the root cause of most things, believe it or not. And that's where our immune system Mm -hmm. is based. What I'm doing is I'm I'm clearing out your vascular system first. I'm roto-rootering out your vascular system. For those of you that are listening abroad, Mm -hmm. that just means that I'm tunneling through her vascular system. I'm not seeing much of a uh, buildup at all uh, Mm -hmm. in your vascular system. It looks to me like you're probably a fairly healthy eater and it sounds like you work out as well. Yeah. So it's not like I'm seeing tons of plaque in your arteries. Mm-hmm. I'm just running the whole. Okay. So I'm in your, your left carotid artery on the side of your neck. I'm going up there. There's a little bit of stuff in there. So I'm just imagine a corkscrew that's spinning very fast and it's morselating any little debris that's gone up there. The plaque in the mm-hmm. arteries is, is primarily caused by inflammation. I mean, unless right. you're eating a big, yeah. unless you're eating like junky food all day, every yeah. day, yeah. but it's, it's, mm-hmm. it, and food can cause inflammation from the gut. So I'm doing that. So Absolutely. your vascular system yeah. looks okay. Let me check your neurological system. So I'm running that right now, uh, from your spinal cord. I'm in your left leg going down your sciatica into your feet. Same thing, tunneling through that. That has some debris mm-hmm. in it. You've got, did you have an injury in that leg? Have you had a back on injury my left or leg? Mm-hmm. something no, with not the nerve? My leg. No, no, Okay. N- no. Mm-mm. Okay. Because you said that your body tingles. So, I mean, the energy went to mm-hmm. your left leg. I'm clearing that out right now. There's a little bit of debris in that nerve. So I've tunneled mm-hmm. through that, irrigated it, putting some stem cell energy in there to regenerate it. So. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I'm so sorry. I know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> What, I, what I uh, recently had back surgery and there was some nerve damage that happened during the surgery. And yeah. so in my left leg and my left foot, um, sometimes yeah. like I get, it kind of feels like there's a quarter stuck to my foot when I'm walking, but there's nothing yep. there. If that makes That's what's sense. going on. That's and what I can see. When I, when I see nerve damage, Tara, what it looks like mm-hmm. is a nerve looks like a tube to me and it's mm-hmm. usually pink yours is black in parts and that's that's from oh, okay. injury and so imagine mm-hmm. i'm tunneling on the inside of that tube and there's dead cells and debris in there and right. that happened probably during your surgery that's why i asked if you'd injured it so that would make sense mm-hmm. and then i irrigate mm-hmm. it <laughs> it's hilarious when the <laughs> irrigation fluid goes through because it comes flying out the end of your toes imagine if your foot oh. was a sprinkler <laughs> 
So that's happening. And then stem cell energies, stem cell energies poured inside of there. And that is, there's a vortex that's formed above your knee and that's regenerating Mm -hmm. that nerve tissue. And so as it comes back online and is regenerated, it turns pink as it's Mm -hmm. turning from black to pink all the way down. So hopefully that will help. Um, Left side. So what did you have a bulging disc or something? What was going on? No, uh, scoliosis. I had rods removed. It was was my third surgery, but I I felt like they were causing some autoimmune symptoms possibly from all the heavy metal. So I got those taken out, but, um, the, actually the, the nerve damage, that's my newest thing, but it it comes and goes. So I, I, that's why I didn't even think about it when you said that it was more of like, I get tingling in my muscles and just in my face and my ears. And I get, um, I have chronic tonsillitis as well that like seems to just want to hang out. So that's gut. That's gut. Email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. Let's get your gut healthy. Do the gut biome test. Let's see what your superfoods mm-hmm. are. Food's the best medicine. So that's gut, that mm-hmm. chronic tonsillitis. Have you heard of colloidal silver, liquid colloidal silver? Oh, oh yeah. I've, yeah, I've taken it, actually. Um, don't I, swallow I've been it. I've naturopath for three years. You said don't, don't swallow su- it? Don't swallow it. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You want to just gargle with it and then spit it out. Mm-hmm. And okay. and for those of you listening that don't know what we're talking about, it's silver particles in a liquid and bacteria cannot live in a metallic environment. And so if you gargle with it, then spit it out, it will help. So hopefully that will help. Consider scheduling an appointment with me and let's let's do a deep dive on you when I can spend an yes, hour with absolutely. you and see what's going on. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You bet. Thanks, Tara. I hope that helps in the short run. Okay. Well, everybody, thanks so much for joining us this week. And I hope your weekend's wonderful and your next week is good. And we'll see you next Thursday here. Sending a lot's love from Sweet Home, Alabama. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.